Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. For those of you renting an apartment or office space, just because the landlord is sunbathing naked in the courtyard, you still have to pay rent, at least in Germany. A German court said that a landlord sunbathing naked in the courtyard of his building wasn't a reason for the tenants to reduce their rental payments. The case involved a building in a residential district of Frankfurt, which is beautiful this time of year. It included an office floor rented by a human resources company. The uh, anti-naked sunbathing company withheld rent because it objected to the landlord's naked sunbathing. <laughs> uh, the landlord uh, did not uh, take that well and sued. And uh, a Frankfurt state court said, uh, no, 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 no. The usability of the rented property was not impaired by the plaintiff sunning himself naked in the courtyard. Plus, you couldn't barely see him. You had to to stretch way out of the window to actually see him. And uh, it also said that the company failed to prove that he took the stairs to the courtyard naked well the court said unclothed uh on the contrary uh, the plaintiff stated credibly uh, the judge believed him that he always wore a bathrobe which he only took off just before the sun lounger so naked sunbather in the courtyard or not pay your rent welcome welcome to chewing the fat <laughs> Yet another person accused of a crime, and we're supposed to just believe that, yep, they're guilty. Uh, Corey Richens uh, was arrested Monday in Utah and is accused in charging documents of poisoning her husband with a lethal dose of fentanyl at their home, which is uh, outside of uh, Park City utah her husband died uh, last year and since then she's wrote a she's written a children's book on grief huh uh, prosecutors allege that richens called authorities in the middle of the night to report that her husband eric was cold to the touch the mother of three told officers that she had made her husband a mixed vodka drink to celebrate him selling a home and then went to soothe one of their children to sleep in their bedroom She later returned and, upon finding her husband unresponsive, called 911. The medical examiner later found five times the lethal dose of fentanyl in his system. Huh. In addition to the murder charge, Richards also faces charges involving the alleged possession of GHB, a narcolepsy drug frequently used in recreational settings. Uh huh. And so uh, the charges, which are based on officers' interactions with her that night and the account of an unnamed acquaintance who claims to have sold her the fentanyl. And this, I mean, just a couple of months ago, she did uh, a big TV appearance hawking her book, Are You With Me?, uh, which is a picture book to uh, uh, help children cope with the death of of a loved one maybe she can come up with a new one and help children cope when your parents murder <laughs> so they haven't commented on this at all um we'll see her husband's death obviously unexpected 
and her and her three boys uh, were, you know, they, according to this, sent reeling. And grieving is an important part of growing up. So she wanted to write this book to help them. Is why that she she did it. So just another person accused. This doesn't make her guilty. It just means that she's accused of a crime. You know, like uh, Matt Arraza was, well, you know, known as the punt god from San Diego State, who was drafted by the Buffalo Bills, signed a four-year deal worth $3,876,148. He ended up uh, taking uh, $216,148 of that rookie contract before he got cut because the Bills said that... uh, their decision to release Matt Araza uh, after a civil suit was filed against him. They said uh, the team struggled uh, to get answers about the situation, and this was bigger than football. Huh. So what happened? Well, he was accused of uh, raping a girl, being part of a rape at this college party. All right. Well, in December, this happened uh, back in 2022, uh, over a year ago. So since then, uh, the San Diego State punter and draft pick for the Bills, uh, the California State's attorney, has said that uh, they were not going to file a lawsuit. He's not going to be charged with a crime. Huh. And now this is after the civil lawsuit was uh, was posted. Okay, so he's supposed to have taken part in this gang rape of a 17-year-old. Huh. Well, now Yahoo Sports acquired a transcript uh, of over 200 pages where the deputy district attorney spoke with the alleged victim and her attorneys. And the one big piece of information missing uh, from the meeting that was, uh, you know, kind of notable is that he wasn't even there. Uh, so his denials of not even having anything to do with this on these allegations were absolutely true. He wasn't even at the party anymore. He left about an hour before. Huh. So now uh, they've investigated this thing left and right, nearly 10 months on the case, and he is not being charged. He wasn't even at the party or part of this alleged rape. So what happens now? He was accused. He lost his gig. And so now what? Accusations in today's world hurt. I mean, the lady who accused uh, former President Donald Trump uh, of raping her, that case uh, came back. Everybody thinks that he's guilty now because he was found liable, but they decided that he did not rape her. Huh. But it was likely that he had sexually abused her, which the threshold for proving civil claims is lower than in criminal cases. So E. Jean Carroll filed this lawsuit over battery and defamation charges in November, and the trial was has been the last couple weeks. She testified that in the mid-90s, she didn't even remember exactly when, Trump, now 76, raped her in a dressing room of a department store in Manhattan. Yeah, Bergdorf Goodman. Uh, I mean, it's a, a, a store for the hoity-toits. 
And uh, she also testified that Trump harmed her reputation by accusing her of lying. Well, okay. So, uh, anyway, uh, they found Trump had not raped Carol, but it was likely that he had sexually abused her. So he was guilty and liable for sexual abuse and defamation of this journalist, E. Jean Carroll, and the court ordered him to pay $5 million in damages. After appeals, we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, they made a big deal about Trump not attending the trial, which he did not have to do. We saw the videotape deposition under oath, and they were uh, trying to make a big deal out of Trump saying, hey, you're not my type. <laughs> Uh, they didn't like that too much. Uh, quite frankly, you're not my type. And she's not my type. And then speaking to the attorney in the deposition, he said, eh, you're not my type either. Uh, that's to be honest. I don't want to offend you, but you're not my type either. <laughs> uh, just Trump being Trump was pretty much what it was. So anyway, he was found liable for sexual abuse, and he's ordered to pay $5 million. After appeals, we'll see if... Uh, if he has to pay anything, I think it's silly. Uh, I don't believe her. Uh, I, I really find it uh, incredible that this was even brought to the courts. But uh, it is what it is. And I see where a former prime minister in Pakistan, uh, Imran Khan, was arrested on corruption charges, sparking mass protests by his supporters. Huh. Does that sound familiar? Doesn't it, though? Doesn't it, though? All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink after all these accusals desperately. I see where Tucker Carlson is bringing his show back on Twitter. Okay, you know, I was talking to someone just the other day about doing something on Twitter. Uh, at Jeffy JFR, by the way, uh, is my Twitter handle, which you can follow me on Twitter. Uh, I was thinking about, uh, you know, maybe buying the blue check mark. I said I didn't want to do that. And then doing a show, uh, some kind of show on Twitter. Maybe a portion of Chewing the Fat, something. Let me know. Email me, chewingthefatattheblaze.com. Let me know what you think about that. I was thinking about that a couple of weeks ago, and I see where Tucker and I are on the same wavelength. <laughs> so two weeks after he was fired from Fox News, uh, the, he announced that he'll be airing a new version of his show on Twitter. He attributed his choice on the platform to Elon Musk's approach as CEO, calling Twitter the last big platform remaining that permits free speech. Mm. I don't know about that. Uh, the Blaze is uh, pretty good about that. Uh, after rumors uh, flew that Musk and Carlson Inc. some sort of exclusive partnership, Musk tweeted that we have not signed a deal of any kind whatsoever. Tucker is subject to the same rules and rewards of all content creators. But Musk's admission that some of those creator rewards are not yet available on the platform shows that the prospect of Carlson building a real business around streaming video on Twitter remains. Uh, what's more, Twitter could watch even more advertised flee the app as Carlson comes on board. Stop it. It could also see a lot more uh, advertisers coming to the app because of it. 
they claim you know many advertisers avoided Carlson's program on Fox News due to his controversial content. Did they? Did they, though? Because now I see where Fox Parent Company has just reported a $50 million quarterly loss. Huh. I wonder if that had anything to do. Oh, I'm sure it was just the Dominion case. It had nothing to do with Tucker. No, 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 no. Advertisers are, are flocking to that time slot now that Tucker is gone because, you know, it was the most watched show on cable television. They're flocking to that. <laughs> so I'm sure that's that's the case. And now they're saying that it might uh, he has uh, a non-compete clause in his contract with Fox. Eh, I mean, he's already accused Fox of breaching that contract. So we'll see if uh we'll see what happens with that but uh i you know that's why i find it interesting that uh twitter is uh, the bastion for tucker i just find it interesting that's all so some other companies that are cutting staff these days i see where shopify uh is trimming uh trimming its staff uh said it was laying off about 20 percent of its uh 11,600 person workforce Huh. That's the second round of layoffs in the last year from Shopify. Paramount uh, cutting 25% of its domestic staff. Interesting. Uh, MTV News is shutting down after 36 years. Now, I know what you're asking yourself. You're asking yourself, wait, MTV had a news division? I know. Uh, I was asking myself that as well. I didn't realize that it was still ongoing, I don't think. I think I used to, I think we saw some clips, um, you know, some clips on social media a little bit that would that would uh, highlight coming from MTV News, but just, I, I'm not quite sure I knew that it existed or what they were doing, and maybe that's the, uh, maybe that's the issue. Uh, neither did they. And so let's just go ahead and, shut it down i see uh warner brothers and discovery absolutely is doing more layoffs as well uh cutting positions so all these mergers that are supposed to be so great for everybody they don't work out so great in the end sometimes uh sometimes companies get together and they go yeah you know um maybe we don't need that so let's go ahead and shut that down and that's what happened to the mtv news division Although I would say, again, uh, you know, maybe I think they were flustering and not sure where they should go and what direction they should be in. And since that's the case and you have uh, mergers going on, um, if you're not sure what you're doing, uh, once the merger happens, they're going to shut you down. I see where Tom Hanks uh, must have been listening to his buddy Steven Spielberg. Uh, you know, we played that, played and talked about Steven's uh, outburst on his little interview with the Time 100 that he would be against uh, censorship and he shouldn't have gone back and changed uh, E.T. where the guys had guns into walkie-talkies. I shouldn't. Have, he said I shouldn't have done that, and I am not for changing any movies. Movies and books are snapshots from the the time that they were written or filmed. Yeah, thanks, Steve. 
Uh, welcome to the party. It's your fault some of this stuff happened. And now you're, oh, no, that shouldn't have happened. Yeah, no kidding. That's what we were saying. Well, anyway, I see where Tom Hanks is out hawking his new book. Uh, and he says in the interview, in one interview with the BBC, uh, I don't want the overlords of PC culture to tell me what I should be offended by. Oh, really, Tom? Really? Thanks. We appreciate it. Let me decide what I'm offended by and what I'm not offended by. I would be against reading any book from any era that says abridged due to modern sensitivities. Well, goodness gracious, Tom. Thank you. Welcome to the party. That's what we've said all along. Let's have faith in our own sensibilities here, shall we? Yeah, we don't need other people telling us what we should be offended by. We can be offended by what we want to be offended by. If we don't like something, we don't have to read it. We don't need you to decide what that is. I mean, holy cow. Now, you know, I mean, it's starting to swing back a little bit. And thankfully, uh, maybe thankfully, some of the big names will actually start to push back a little and say, whoa, whoa, whoa. How about we let art be art and people can decide for themselves what art is. Okay. All right. Good. Thank you. Not everything is getting smaller. Uh, Temper Sealy. The world's largest mattress maker agreed to buy Mattress Firm, the largest U.S. specialty mattress retailer, for $4 billion. So that deal will likely face antitrust scrutiny. However, uh, we now have to worry about big mattress. And if you thought taking that tag off the mattress... (laughs) (laughs) would do you harm now wait till it's just one master big mattress company uh don't do it it is a dangerous dangerous thing that will happen to you (laughs) oh and congratulations to uh buddy holly uh no not that buddy holly uh the dog uh it takes best in the show it's a petite basset griffon vendine uh yeah i mean ho- holy cow the uh petite basset griffon vendine the pbgv uh named buddy holly became first of its breed to win you know kidding because nobody knew of the breed uh first of its breed to win the top prize at the westminster kennel club dog show and that's the world's most prestigious competition is it though uh buddy holly's win marked the second straight year that a breed was awarded best in show for the first time last year trumpet was the first bloodhound to score the top honor i will say that the westminster dog show club is probably the most prestigious but i mean the national dog show on thanksgiving day is the one right i mean i know that the westminster show and dog club and breeding is all you know that i'm sorry the westminster kennel dog club dog show i got it but uh the thanksgiving day uh, national dog show uh sponsored by perina uh, that really is turning into the one i would say uh westminster 
maybe they're trying to step up their game by getting these new different breeds to become winners so that they get talked about, which worked. But I don't know if uh, the world's most prestigious competition, I think they got a fight on their hands for the Thanksgiving Day National Dog Show. Coming from California, uh, you now can report hate acts by dialing 833-8-NO-HATE. 833-8-NO-HATE. Or you can go to uh, CAVSHATE.org. Cal versus hate.org. But it's just easier to dial 8338 no hate uh, to report acts of hate and you will receive assistance in 200 languages the california legislature has invested 110 million dollars in anti-hate programs so i went to the website the cavushate.org and uh, of course they tell you right up front use your voice report hate all victims and witnesses of hate incidents and hate crimes can report and are eligible for free hotline support services california versus hate is not affiliated with law enforcement and you can report anonymously Uh uh-huh so what happens after you report well Callers will be connected with a professional, trained, and culturally competent communication and trauma-informed practices. (laughs) Whether you report online or by phone, you will be contacted by a care coordinator who will follow up with you to ensure you are able to access resources in support. I'm sorry, resources and support, including legal, financial, mental health, and mediation services. Huh. Well, why should I report a hate act? Reporting will stop the normalization of hate in our communities and ensure impacted individuals get the help they need. Well, is law enforcement involved? I mean... You said in the beginning it's not affiliated with law enforcement. California versus hate is not run by the police. Your report will not be shared with law enforcement uh, without your consent. Okay. We will only connect you with law enforcement if you request it. Our team can share information about how to report to police or local prosecutors if needed. We'll also identify civil legal options and don't involve the criminal legal system. Uh, that don't involve the criminal legal system. What would that be? Both through civil rights department and other agencies. Huh. So there are civil legal options that do not involve the criminal legal system. Huh. Okay. Now, of course, this is just for uh, American citizens, right? Not for people who are undocumented. No. No, it's for everyone. Okay, everyone. You don't need to disclose your immigration status when you report with California v. Hate. 
the hotline services are provided for free regardless of immigration status all reports are confidential made anonymously whether or not you report anonymously anonymously your identity will not be disclosed without your consent unless required by law uh-huh okay all right so uh they're gonna uh, i would dial eight three three eight no hate okay well this is a little uh a little disconcerting uh, apparently um eight three three eight no hate is only going to be available monday through friday nine to six p.m pacific now i can go to the website anytime uh, that's the way the internet works but uh if you want to, to report a hate crime to law enforcement immediately uh or are in imminent danger of course you can always call 911 but you can go to the website uh, org. but uh if you wanted to call wait they have two numbers here why do they have two numbers here so 8338 oh those just that's just the numbers duh I don't know. Uh, 833-866-4283. <laughs> That's uh, if you, uh, you know, the number is 8338-NO-HATE. Uh, thank you. But it's only open Monday through Friday. What happens if someone yells something hateful to me on Saturday or Sunday or during the night? And I don't have access to the website. I, I might not make it through the evening. I might, I might well up. I might need some kind of help. I might need something that can empower me and uh, get through it. Uh, I don't know if I can make it. It needs to be open 24-7. Uh, come on, California. Make 8338-NO-HATE or... Eight three three eight six six four two eight three. Open twenty four seven. No more Monday to Friday nine to six p.m. Uh, please, please. What if I get hated on outside of that time frame? I don't have access to the internet. I could be hateful. As you know, I have always wanted to be Postmaster General or on the Board of Governors. I am a big believer in the USPS. I see where postal carriers now across the nation are getting a little, uh, little, little mad because uh, there's been a 78% surge in robberies. Uh, yeah, often at gunpoint. Uh, the letter carriers are demanding that the United States Postal Service take action to protect its employees from armed crooks. Well, uh, let's say that uh, I'm in charge of the uh, U.S. Postal Service. Uh there's some things that we could do now according to the freedom of information act uh robberies of postal carriers spiked to almost 500 now i know that's 78 percent, but that sounds worse than 500 because there's and i don't want you to be one of the 500 absolutely not but 78 percent sounds worse than eh, 500 there's a lot of postal workers out there. So in nearly all of the 496 robberies committed last year, the assailant used a weapon. Well, yeah, uh, 31 postal workers were injured. That's not good. Uh, the data showed that robberies have more than quadrupled over the past decade. Yeah, I'm sure it's getting worse. A, uh, we had a letter carrier fatally shot last year. Really sad. 
Uh, a postal carrier, and that was in Milwaukee. A postal carrier in Massachusetts was robbed while attempting to complete his route. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, and I'm sure the, the letter carrier was attacked with a machete. Yeah, it's dangerous out there. There's no question. And I know that uh, you know the National Association of Letter Carriers uh, stated that the union is outraged and angered. Well, I got it there, Paul Barner. We're with you, okay? So uh, we want these attacks. Uh, these attacks are completely unacceptable. Yes, yes, they are, Paul. Uh, no question about that. And while we continue to engage with the Postal Service and relevant law enforcement agencies to develop measures that will enhance the safety of letter carriers, the fear and the danger of letter carriers are confronting uh, has to end. Well, first, let's, let's talk about arming the postal workers. I'm okay with that. Absolutely. Trained, 100% trained. Let's go ahead and arm. If you want to be armed as a, a postal worker, you go ahead and be armed. Plus, this has been going on for, uh, I don't know. I, I know that, uh, you know, well, if you're found guilty of mail theft, you could get five years in prison. Oh, no. <laughs> you think these guys care about that? No, they don't care about that. Just, uh, oh, no. I wouldn't want that. I mean, you don't do a crime thinking you're going to get caught. <laughs> and you don't not do a crime because you think, oh, well, if I do this crime, it's 10 years. If I do this crime, it's only two years. I'm going to do this crime. No, you're going to do the crime where you think you're going to have the best outcome uh, financially. And that's it doesn't the, the possibilities of uh, <laughs> being jailed. Uh, don't come into your mind or i would say for most criminals don't come into uh, don't come into your mind so i guess the usps has stated that it plans to announce additional safety measures to address the robbery crisis uh yeah uh, i guess we're partnering with law enforcement agencies keep an eye out for the postal workers are going to create more advanced collection box key and lock technology to detour thieves and uh you know we'll keep uh, you know evolving security well look I, I would say that for sure they have to be all be armed and maybe you just hire uh and this could be a, a job you know, a job boon is uh, you hire people to ride, I don't know, shotgun. Where do you think the term comes from, riding shotgun? They were protecting things uh, when they were out on the road in their stagecoaches. And I thought they weren't delivering mail. Yeah, they were. They were delivering money, jewels, and mail. And, you know, I know that when, uh, you know, when you, most of the time you saw a stagecoach that uh, nobody was riding shotgun, they were just hauling people. But if you had somebody riding shotgun, that meant there was a lockbox on that bad boy. So if you're out there in the postal world and you've got a, somebody riding shotgun, that means uh, there's something, well, expensive in the back of your postal truck. But maybe you just have somebody riding shotgun in, you know, dangerous areas so that, uh, you know, everyone is safe. All the people receiving their mail, all the people delivering their mail. Huh. Just call me. Uh, USPS, I'm always here for you. Always. So who died today? Who died today? Broadcasting 
semi-legend to me. John Rowland. Uh, they say in the story, legend, but, you know. He was the news anchor for Fox 5 in New York City for, you know, 30 years. Uh, he died at the age of 81 in Florida. He uh, worked in New York uh, nearly 30 years on Fox 5. And uh, he was, uh, you know, he was a legend in New York, no question. And, of course, he covered 911. And he was always, uh, I mean, he was a part of New York City, no question. And uh, one of the things that uh, people liked about him, and, you know, when he was teaching uh, new anchors coming in uh he would say one of one of the people that uh is the uh, senior news editor at cbs news right now uh said i'll always be grateful for him for sharing uh as with me uh right the way people talk uh thank you uh that's great that's good thanks john appreciate it i guess people don't realize that but okay you got to start in pittsburgh Uh, Then he went to L.A. and then Fox 5. And, uh, you know, he was there for he at one point he stopped a robbery, uh, had uh, broke up a robbery at a restaurant. He was at got stitches, had uh, be rushed to the hospital on the air, got real sick on the air, had diverticulitis and uh, something else. They rushed him to the hospital, got into a fight on air with this homeless lady. <laughs> and uh he was later suspended for it so i'm not sure what he was fighting about i don't remember this i'm gonna have to try to maybe find the clip if fox 5 still has it but he was uh he got into a, an argument with this homeless woman who i guess was mentally ill and he then later apologized to her and went back on air after a brief suspension so <laughs> <laughs> I would love to find that clip uh, to see if uh, John was really uh, all wound up at this homeless lady. Uh, they probably have not made that available for the public. I mean, the guy covered all. I mean, he covered the Kennedy assassination, the Manson trial. Uh, he covered a lot of things. However, as I'm reading about his life, um, the guy was uh, divorced uh, multiple times, which means he was married uh, multiple times. So, and he was uh, even after. I mean, even after he retired, uh, he got rid of the wife and kicked him to the curb. So I don't know what kind of guy he was personally. <laughs> but uh, John Rowland, uh, rest in peace, uh, dead at the age of 81. Good news, though, for roughly 4.4 million people, you will soon receive your checks from a TurboTax following a 50-state settlement with parent company Intuit for allegedly steering millions of low-income Americans away from free tax filing services. Yeah, we talked about this, and uh, that deal is uh, done now, and they are supposed to be sending their uh, checks out to people uh, and uh, customers affected by the settlement are going to receive an email about the settlement and the checks will be automatically mailed to you throughout this month. Now, when you get the check now, it was uh, a $141 million settlement. So, you know, you're looking good, right? $141 million settlement. Um, most customers are going to get about 30 bucks. Uh, some customers, though, if you're lucky, are going to get $85. <laughs> 
That's what I hate about the settlements. I hate it. I'm so happy that they made this settlement and they did the wrong thing and they were misleading people and they deserve to be fined for it. But they have these class action lawsuits and they make this deal, $141 million, and it sounds so great. And after everybody gets their cut, then we send the checks out to the 4.4 million customers. And congratulations, you get 30 bucks. And I love this story. Uh, I did this story on my Chewing the Fat segment today on Pat Unleashed which you can uh, listen to. I do every Wednesday, Chewing the Fat on Pat Unleashed. And when I fill in for uh, Keith from time to time, I always do a Chewing the Fat, Fat Five daily. Uh, And some of those stories make it to this show and some don't. So you'll just have to listen. And you can uh, follow me, obviously, on Twitter at JeffyJFR. Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio. You can email the show, ChewingTheFatAtTheBlaze.com. You can follow me on YouTube, uh, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. You can also order a cameo from me uh, at JeffyJFR. That's not free. Uh, that costs money. But uh, cameo's my pimp, and you just uh, order it through them, and they send me the order, and I do what you wish. I'll be happy. I'll be glad. I'll be sad. I'll be mean. So anyway, I did this story, which I love, uh, six months after being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Dolly Parton announced that she's going to be releasing her first rock album. Uh, That's so cool. She just tweeted, uh, I'm a rock star now. My new album, Rockstar, is coming November 17th, and it's available for pre-order. Let's rock and roll. So she declined. She said she wasn't even going to accept the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nomination, but that uh, she said she didn't feel that she had earned it. But she took it anyway. And so now she's going to do a rock and roll album. And that's so special. So according to Consequence, formerly Consequence of Sound, that's probably how you know them, uh, they're Consequence now. You probably, who's that? Well, you know, you know them as Consequence of Sound. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, They listed the 30-song album. They called it a full track list for the behemoth 30-song album. (laughs) So she's going to have nine new original songs by uh by dolly herself which features and then the title track uh rockstar features bon jovi guitarist richie sambora uh the majority are covers that span the classic rock era of the 60s through the 80s so she's gonna do uh, led zeppelin stairway to heaven with lizzo Oh, my gosh. Uh, Journeys, Open Arms with Steve Perry. Incredible. Uh, Heartbreaker with originators Pat Benatar and Neil Geraldo or Geraldo or whatever his stupid name is. It's Pat Benatar. You know, Pat's sidekick. And uh, she's going to do uh, Seeger's Night Moves with uh, Chris Stapleton and Prince's Purple Rain with Stapleton, I guess, too. And she also uh, is united the surviving members of the Beatles. So McCartney and Ringo, Paul and Ringo, are supposed to hook up with her and do Let It Be on the album. That's incredible. And I we heard that Ringo and Paul were getting together with the Stones. 
as the Stones were recording a new album. So maybe they're doing both, or maybe this is what they were going into the studio for, and it wasn't to be with the Stones. It was just using the same studio. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's a pretty incredible that Dolly Parton has gotten Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr together, though, and to do an old Beatles song and let it be. So pre-orders are now available for the uh, four album two cd set as well as digitally dolly parton and her new rock and roll album rock star holy cow it's gonna be good i can feel it you can write your own jokes with the dolly parton story and the i can feel it line yeah that's uh, that's on you all right that's on you we're done Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.